Hey, listening friends, I'm your host and coach, Laura Malone. As an entrepreneur and leader, wife and mom, teacher and creator, I am showing up to share possibility with you and help you find vision and wisdom because you deserve to be equipped and released as the hero of your own story. Coaching really does help you change your life. And if you want to know how to guide yourself and others well, I created this podcast just for you. It's a place where you can grab tools, teachings, and ideas for both personal and spiritual growth, as well as entrepreneurship and coaching, if that's your thing. So as you listen in, I pray I can help you create a legacy of impact and really start writing the story of a life you love living. Now let's jump into today's episode. Okay, friends, today we're talking about leveling up. And I remember the first time I leveled up, I was at my best friend Angela's house across the street from where I grew up and her parents had just bought her and her brother a Nintendo, right? Like we had Atari. There was a measure of leveling up with Atari, I guess, but I was littler, right? And I remember the Nintendo. We played Super Mario Brothers for hours every day. I think I think her parents were so excited to have the kids um, in the house occupied. It was like literally the first thing that occupied us except for MTV and VH1. And I think they were really glad to get us off of those channels. (laughs) So we played Nintendo all of the time. I think we had Zelda. I can't remember all of them, but we learned how to level up. (laughs) It was ridiculous. That's where we learned it. In video games, you level up by capturing an icon like a coin or something or scoring enough points or you know overcoming a magical creature or reaching a destination something like that but i i wish that it was that easy to do in real life right but here we all are are we are adults now with without the nintendo and we desire to attain something be something know something And there are no magical creatures to attack in order to kind of like make ourselves greater or better with any measure of ease. Nope, we have to do the hard things. So today I'm going to give you a list of places to start, tell you how you can modify them to your current level in order to get going. I'm also going to challenge you on how to get your mindset into a place that really helps you to take action because there's right no magic pill right so we have holy spirit far greater than any magical creature any pill any coin or anything ethereally like he is eternally with you and he has a far greater reach than any easy button ever could to help you become who you're becoming he knows exactly how you're created who you are called to be, and how you can do it. With all of your circumstances, all of the caveats, all of the, but you don't know. Yes, he does. All of the, but that happened to me. I did this thing. So what? Tomorrow's still possible, right? So I'm starting with leveling up physically, but in the following episodes, we're going to cover leveling up mentally, emotionally, spiritually, professionally, and relationally. So In every episode, we're going to look at simple ways to move forward incrementally, and you can listen to episode one of four about just adding the habit of 1% more, adding that consistently as a habit of growth. So um, 
First, I'm just going to start with a very simple thing. Do a detox. I recommend spending, literally spending three months with no sugar, no alcohol, and no social media in order to detox your dopamine levels. We're talking about the brain. And when I say no sugar, I'm talking like the whole 30 type of no sugar, no, uh, I don't even know what they call it. All the Splenda, not no maple syrup, no uh, honey, no added sugars of any kind, natural sugars like in oranges. Great. But all of the different types of uh, erythritol, all the different forms of adding sweetness to things that are not naturally sweet, cut them out for three months. Um, Remove every version of alcohol and remove all social media and everything that gives you a dopamine, everything that gives you a dopamine snack, right? So you see how many likes that for me, that would even mean don't check how many downloads on the podcast because that doesn't, it doesn't work for me as a dopamine snack all the time, but there are moments that I feel that and I experience that if I see a certain episode or a certain day or week has a, a, a big boost in episode downloads. I can, I'm not going after it for that, but it can happen. I would actually have to remove that in order to detox my dopamine levels. And I'm saying this affects you physically. It might not seem like it's a physical thing, but it is. It's, it's a very real, true effect on your Um, on your body. It's happening because your body and your brain are fully connected. And a lot of times we're not spending our, our time thinking about how what's happening to our brain is affecting us physically. So when it comes to the actual physical side of exercise, I'm not going to give you too much here, but I will say, do what I call, you know, I call the tens and, and different versions of 10 start out with 10s a day. So 10 squats, 10 push-ups, 10 crunches, 10 lunges, whatever you want to add that helps you just, you know, kind of get your heart rate up, do 10 minutes of walking, 10, um, 10 dump- jumping jacks, whatever it is, choose the things that you know every day what it is you're going after, what it is you're going to do. I do 10 squats every day. I did 10 pushups every day. I do 10 crunches every day, right? You're 10, 10, 10. Well, then as you find that you can turn that into 12, 12, 12, 15, 15, 15, it'll turn into 30, 30, 30 eventually. Who cares how long that takes? You do you. Nobody's watching you. Do it. Just make it something that it's just what you do. There's no question about it. It literally will take you minutes. So I think I've talked about this in the episode of like how to take care of yourself physically when you're, you work at home, because it's something you can literally just stop doing. You can listen to the zoom call, put, turn off the video and do it while you're listening to somebody else talk, whatever you have to do Make it happen so that you're just getting your body moving. It's going to be good for your muscles, your joints, and your brain. So you can move that, and some of you will move up to 100, 100, 100, whatever you need to do, modify it as needed. And if you're differently able than this and you need exercises that accommodate you somehow, I know this fantastic place called 
the search bar. <laughs> Go in <laughs> and type in simple exercises for someone who dot, 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 whatever it is. I have a family member who was paralyzed from the waist down last year and is learning everything over again. He probably does more exercises than any of us because why? He has a purpose. He wants to play with his little girl and recover life. He desires to move again. He desires to regain strength. What do you desire? Do you have a reason behind it? Focus on that. Give it attention. And does being physically able to do something that you want to do help you have a fuller, more wholehearted life? Write that down and put it in front of you to remind you, I do these things physically. I push past the discomfort. I do things I don't want to do. I've been apathetic about like for a season or years or my life. I do them because they help me do this other thing. You, If you attach it to your why, a bigger why, it's more sustainable and more achievable. But you have to take responsibility for your fitness and your health levels. It is a major area in life nobody else is going to do for you, nor can they. And I recommend having a physical health goal, meaning not, not just like, this is how much weight I want to lose. Think about what you want to gain. I want to gain muscle. I want to gain um, energy. You know, it's also knowing who you are, what your body needs, and how to actually attain your goals. Of course, I love health coaches. They're amazing people that can help you, but you can also on your own go into Pinterest or do a search bar um, Googling something or find an app that can help you attain the goals that you want personally, right? You can ask somebody you know that you think is healthy to some degree in one area. How did they manage and maintain their health? Finding your personal journey takes time, so don't get discouraged. But sometimes you're going to decide to go one way only to find it doesn't really work well for you. And I'm going to tell you, you have permission to pivot, but you don't have permission to make excuses and escape. So make a committed decision to do this for yourself in your future, but start simple and then grow as you can. Encourage yourself, push yourself, get a partner in it. Find somebody to go do, go after this with you. On top of that, decide what kind of diet, lifestyle diet is your what you take in. So this is not being on a diet. It means what is your diet? You know, I mean, what, what's your sustainable lifestyle diet? No, so you know exactly what you eat. You know what you choose not to eat. And you know when you eat. You have a plan. And you know when, um, when you would choose to have sweets and treats. You know, like I don't eat cake during the week, but there's a wedding this weekend. I want that cake. It is okay for me to have that cake. But I don't eat cake on a daily basis. You, you know that about yourself. You've decided this. It helps you. It helps your brain with the de- decision fatigue. Every time you're faced with an opportunity and a choice, your brain says, no, I already know the answer to this, right? So then you can actually make it work for you better. You have a plan and you know how to manage your mind. And when you, when it comes an option to use food or drink as an emotional buffering tool, and remember that buffering is when you use external things to help you cope internally, it doesn't actually truly work. And most of the time you're going to fare better if you trade your buffering uh, practices in for prayer or communicating to your, your needs to the people around you 
or developing strong, caring relationships with significant people in your life who can help you when you need to cope as opposed to turning to food or drink. And you can just become the person who eats earlier before bed, um, eat lighter at dinner time, and don't eat after dinner. And then if you can, try to get some activity in between your meal and going to bed. Walking, just a simple short walk after meal, after meal, it actually helps the insulin absorb into your muscles better. I personally use intermittent fasting as a way to know when I'm done eating for the day, when I begin eating in the morning, which is at noon, and when I break my fast. And this is different for everybody Over the years, my lifestyle diet has taken shape based on becoming more aware of what my body needs and what my body doesn't like, but I'm also highly aware of what my soul wants. So when my thoughts and my emotions say, I want chips, but my body's like, we don't need any chips. (laughs) Does your soul want that food and drink or does your body need the food and drink? It's a really good baseline to ask yourself and start becoming aware so that you know what your body needs and know the difference between that and what your soul wants. And consider supplementing your health with vitamins and supplements that help you with your stress level, your mood, and help your body actually get everything it needs so that your brain can be functioning healthfully. So personally, I really believe in vitamins B, C, and D. I also know there's something called L-tyrosine, and that's beneficial for your focus and your memory, motivation, and stress management, as is 5-HTP, which is great for sleeping and boosting your mood. And I've been told to take it with something sweet like applesauce in the evening because it, it can help you sleep, but it can, when you take it regularly, it can really help how improve how you feel emotionally especially like being in the winter in the Northern Hemisphere right now, a lot of people suffer from seasonal affective disorder without all the sun and fresh air. So these types of things can help you. And then also I've read, I've not done this or taken it, but a combination of L-lysine and L-arginine, that's said to be good for decreasing anxiety. I am not a doctor or a nutritionist, so I am simply offering some ideas and possibilities, ways that you could do your own research on how to up-level your physical health naturally. So I, I encourage you and recommend you do your own research. Please don't take anything I'm telling you to do without your own version of medical advice, counsel, and care and personal responsibility. So I want you to just take these things and say, how can I take these things into consideration to actually level up my life physically and take action just 1% more today in a way that's going to benefit me and help me be healthier and bring longevity to my life, help me to be around for my grandkids, you know, all of the things that really are going to not just help you physically, but help your mind and your heart function at a more wholehearted level. Like when I say level up, I don't say level up to climb a climb a ladder. I say level up to more wholeheartedness. 
to a holistic version of um, who you are, who God knows that you are, and who you're becoming. Go do that. And in the next episodes, like I said, we're going to cover leveling up in different ways where I'm just going to give you some simple places to start. And you can take them at your own pace. And some of them are going to, you're going to say, oh, I really want to do that. And some of them are going to say, I don't care about it. Great. I'm just throwing out, right? I'm possibility coaching right now, throwing out some ideas for you. Even if you don't do exactly what I'm saying, which you shouldn't, you should figure out for yourself. I want it to spur your brain to say, that's something I should look into. And you will find your own ideas and come up with your own solutions and answers. All right. Until next time, remember, all the things are possible. I so appreciate you as a listener. And if you are looking for a community of like-hearted believers who love all things coaching, be sure to jump into the Christian Life Coach Collective Facebook group. Do you think you might be called to become a certified Sterling and Stone Life Coach? We'll learn more about the Greenhouse course where you can get trained in just 10 weeks to start building the foundation of your coaching practice. All the links you need are in the show notes. Happy story making.